0: Huawei cancels laptop launch because of U.S. trade blacklist. This coming via the BBC. We're starting to see some real-world tangible effects of the Huawei U.S. trade blacklist, the entity list. We now, we now got a, a physical product that, that may never see the light of day because it's not worthwhile to launch it in a current climate. Uh, that of course is the next generation Matebook which was scheduled to be released at CES Asia 2019 which is in Shanghai and Huawei had to ditch the product launch and as this report on Forbes says what they're they're backing off of it indefinitely indefinitely delays the new Matebook laptops as Microsoft remains silent so this is kind of a a flip or uh, it's a similar case, but it's the other side to the Android Google Huawei relationship. But then on the other side, you have Microsoft and Huawei. Unlike Google, who it appears is uh, is being vocal, they're going out of their way to try to to try to change things, to change how Huawei is being treated, so they can continue to supply the full uh, full fledged version of Android. Microsoft hasn't said a word about this other than removing Huawei laptops from the official store website. They did not said a word about it. And so what? Are we, how can we read into that other than uh, they're, they're probably not backing up Huawei. They're probably not defending Huawei's position. And if these Matebooks can't run Windows, well, what? what what's left over? I mean... Well, you have Linux on there. I, I don't, you know, there's not a an obvious alternative that you would ship on a on a product like a MateBook. Now, the the, the we talked about this when the, when the ban first happened, how it wasn't just going to be smartphones, and how the MateBook series of products was so well received, not just by the tech community but also by consumers. They had a a fairly nice product. Uh, of course, uh, this, this it all comes directly from Richard Yu, who he's like the head guy for the consumer business on the a, on a Huawei side. He says, it's unfortunate in a WeChat message, he said, the product itself might have to be scrapped. It depends on how long the entity list will be there, is what he wrote. And so w- we have to read into that. We have to try to determine what the barriers are exactly. Is it just that it's not worthwhile to make this device if they can't ship to the United States? Or is it deeper? Are they unable to even get access to the Windows licenses that they would need to put onto these upcoming devices? Is the hardware sitting there ready to go without viable software to ship out to end users? That's that's quite possible. So for those that were thinking there wouldn't be any damage in the hardware department that we wouldn't see a slowdown on the Huawei front from a product release perspective, we now have an example here where the world likely will not see whatever their next generation of laptop is. And unless something can get sorted out really quickly, because it seems like, I mean, we've missed this particular launch. Uh, you know, here's the other thing, Well, it's not just Windows. You're talking about a laptop, so you're talking about Intel as well, right? Previously, their their devices carried Intel processors. So now it's like, oh, my God, man. There's so many technologies inside of a laptop that come from different places. And you you eliminate Intel and Microsoft, and you don't have a laptop. <laughs> you have a MacBook. You have a MacBook, or maybe, like I said, maybe you have some Linux thing. But even ARM, even ARM is, and and, of course, the... ARM would be the other angle. Maybe you could develop an operating system. Windows is thinking about uh, uh, making ARM compatibility. I guess they, they, it is technically they're a, a compatible thing, but we haven't seen devices targeted specifically at that yet. But they're aiming for that as well. But still, it's like this inter-operation uh, uh, that goes on. It's very hard to exist out here in a silo. And so you're going to have to pick some other laptop, guys. And I don't think you're going to feel all that confident picking up a previous version of the MateBook for all the reasons that I mentioned. Now, I I think Microsoft should speak up personally because this is a... I mean, they they retailed this product. It was on the Microsoft store. It was displayed prominently in the store, the previous version of the MateBook. And I think customers sort of deserve to know what the status is going forward. You quietly remove the products from the website. Maybe, I'm guessing, Microsoft is hoping that the thing kind of quietly gets repaired. But I don't think that's going to happen at this point. I think we're deep enough now where Microsoft should come out and say where they stand on it, just like Google has done, because that's what customers deserve. That's helpful to customers going forward to figure out what they want to do, how they want to proceed, potentially if they want to pick up one of these previous versions. But there you have it, the first actual hardware casualty of the entity list of the U.S. trade blacklist whatever the next mate book was going to be hopefully we'll see it in some format somewhere but uh, as of right now according to the top dog of these consumer products richard you it's over for that product that's unfortunate or it's just i don't know i don't know it's unfortunate so it's a weird this topic has been so weird to cover and it's like it's going into all these territories now all these different places you know where i'm at i'm a tech fan i'm like hey MateBook X, I want it to be a thing in the world. MateBook X Pro, it's a, yeah, it's derivative. It's a lot like a MacBook. I criticized it for that, but it's also better in some ways, like practically bezel-less display. Uh, You know, incredibly thin and light.
1: Apparently in this new model, you can uh, tap your phone and then it can just share files. You could tap your phone on the, near the keyboard. Through
0: NFC, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You just, look, as a tech fan, you just want, as I said before, you want you want companies, smart individuals, engineers, you want them all playing the game, and, and that's obviously not happening in this circumstance right here. Are there other laptops? Sure. But, like, today it's Huawei. What if tomorrow it's my beloved ThinkPad, Will? Don't come for my ThinkPad! You know? I'm typing on this guy, and I'm living my life. Uh, you know? So... It's a tough one. Nonetheless, that product is dead as of now. Uh, Now, next up, tariff talk. Since we're in the Huawei mentality right now, uh, it's had some other consequences as well. We talked in yesterday's episode about how Foxconn stated that Apple could move a lot of its production for U.S.-destined iPhones outside of China to avoid certain tariffs to avoid uh, restrictions. And they, they were saying, okay, we can move some to India, maybe uh, maybe uh, Taiwan, where Foxconn is headquartered. Other brands apparently are doing the same thing, including Google. They are moving their U.S.-bound Nest thermostats and motherboards to Taiwan to avoid these potential 10 to 25% U.S import tariffs these are incredibly popular products i'm sure you've seen a nest thermostat in your life at some point uh so they're made in china like pretty much everything else and google is already putting pieces in place to move the production moving the production of something like this is not easy it's not an easy undertaking they obviously think that it's possible uh but they they probably know something Here's the thing, you're not going to just do that on a whim. You're not just going to pack up and leave. Now, China has warned companies, allegedly, that they will face permanent consequences if they cooperate with the Trump administration trade restrictions. So they obviously, you don't want these big customers and employers in your country just bouncing. You're not going to just stand by and be happy about that. So Google, they move their Nest thermostats, they move their motherboards to Taiwan, but they're not alone, in fact. Uh, video game consoles are uh, also... Something similar is happening for Nintendo. They, uh, they're going to move... What is it? Nintendo Switch manufacturing? I believe it's in here somewhere. Items like motherboards, smartphones, video game consoles, and computers could all be subject to 25% tax. And Nintendo would then have to sell its consoles at a loss in the U.S. to meet that criteria for the 25% tax. So they would be another one likely to move their production outside of China. I mean, they just, it just, they just can't exist if that's the case. So that goes to show you, first of all, how slim the margins are on some of these products. Game consoles historically have had slim margins. But to make it impossible to sell the product at a loss, it's not viable. So they'd be another one that would have to move outside of China. So this whole thing, it escalates. Did you know, Will, that the Game of Thrones finale was blocked in China as well? Oh. So it's not just hardware.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: It's reaching into media. It's reaching into content. It's uh, the whole thing is heating up. But... Google seems to be the first to get the ball rolling. And interestingly enough, Google, the same company that was going to bat for Huawei, trying to get things sorted out, did they know something well? Are they in in the know? Are they inside the inner sanctum? Have they been made aware like, hey, this ain't going anywhere. You better boogie out of China because this 25%, it's coming and it's coming quick. Maybe so. I'm not quite sure. One thing I can say for certain, China can't be happy about it because I'm telling you, man, uh, it's one thing to to lose a client. It's another thing to lose an entire factory, you know, to 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 watch all those people go from employed to unemployed. I mean, you can't be happy about it. Chairman Simon Lin at Winston Corp, which makes servers for Facebook and Microsoft, said on Wednesday, it, too, is looking to shift its production away from China and perhaps to the U.S., but didn't elaborate or specify which product. So this, you could see this continuing to happen. And you know the thing, Will? When you sell something, what do you need? You need when you sell... You need a product? What else do you need? Hmm.
1: Brand, a company...
0: No, you need two things. You need a product, and you need a customer. Hmm. You need somebody to buy the product. That's, that's otherwise what you got a product for. It turns out, Will... The argument here is that the customer is more important than the supplier. That's the argument. Because you wouldn't be supplying anything if you didn't have a customer for it. And the U.S. still represents the prestigious customer. And they're starting to flex on that. And and you can see how the customer calls the shots. right? You, You might have a restaurant, Will. And you might be serving delicious food. And the customer comes in and they say, You know what? I want you to make XYZ. And you say, No, I'm not going to do it. Get out of town. Now, if that customer's got a lot of friends and he says, You know what? I don't like that guy. You better stay away from his restaurant. All the friends are like, But his food, it's really. And he's like, Shut up. And they're like, Ugh! You see? You see how that goes? Yeah. The customer's powerful, especially in today's day and age. Customer's very powerful. Calls the shots. Customer is always right, even when he's not. You know, you've heard this stuff, this old stuff. Even when the customer's wrong, he's somehow right. In certain circumstances, and if his muscles are big enough. You see how that goes? Now, when you open your restaurant, what type of delicious food are you going to serve?
1: All Jamaican patties.
0: There it is. You heard it. I'll be the first one in the door telling you what to change flexing no I'm just kidding. I will love your Jamaican patties. I'll be all over it. Just make them spicy enough, all right? That's the main thing. Make them spicy. You got yeah? You got a name for it, Will?
1: Hello, Jamaica.
0: That's a good Oh, name. all right. That's very friendly. yeah I come say hello. Yeah. Apple accidentally accidentally leaks radical iPhone upgrade. How about that for a headline from our pal Gordon Kelly at Forbes? I don't know if I call it radical, but there's been a leak that came out, uh, an image showing Apple iOS 13 recovery mode, and in that image, the lightning cable is replaced by a USB Type-C cable. Does this mean the next iPhone will finally be done with lightning? I hope so. God, that'd be nice. Jeez, what are you, carrying cables around? Who are are you? What are you? What are you doing? Even, even Apple themselves, it's, uh, it's so depressing. They got, you got the MacBook, let's say. You're charging with the USB Type-C. You got a powerful charge brick that goes in your bag. Can't use it for your phone. No, you got to use the adapter or uh, ha- carry another cable and another charger. What are we doing? These are your own products. What are we doing? 2019. Lightning? Get on my face with your lightning. It's not lightning at all. It's, 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 it's literally not lightning. In the charge department, it's the opposite. It's slow charge, as you know, without an adapter. Because it's an old connector at this point. Like, let's move on, guys. Type C, let's go. Now, other people try to debunk it. They're like, no, because they're showing it on the laptop end. The, The Type C is going into the laptop because iTunes doesn't exist anymore. So I don't know. It's a lot of speculation going on. But let me just allow me to put this out into the universe directly at at Tim Cook, all right? Because Tim Cook watches the show, number one fan. You didn't know that well. He sent me an email.
1: Mm.
0: He said, where's the next show? Because I got nothing to listen to. I can't fall asleep at night. He's saying I can't even clean my house without Lou later. Uh, You see? He's got to have it. So you know what he does? He gets the Swiffer going. He's got the Swiffer with the wet jet. So he gets that going. And then he puts Lou later on in the background, and he has a cup of tea. So you know? Yeah. Mint, tea. So we can't let him down on that. So I know he's watching, so now it's time to listen. Do I need to say as well that none of that's true, because I'm making a lot of statements here. None of that's true. I'm just playing around. OK? Full disclaimer. Full disclosure. All the rest of it. Tim Cook, man, please do something for us here. Type C. Forget about this lightning thing. I get it. There's accessories. Who cares? What you got a battery case? Move on. Oh, you got a what? Are you plug it into a speaker? What? Why are you protecting this lightning thing, man? It's so old at this point. I uh, I'm using this ThinkPad. Can I just? You know what? This is the first time. I'm stepping off camera. Give me one second. Let me show you something. Uh-oh. This charge brick. Look. This charge brick. Okay. Energy charge brick. This little tiny thing is enough power to charge up this X1 Carbon. I did a video on this. This X1 Carbon and the OnePlus 7 Pro that's in my pocket and and the Sony headphones, noise-canceling, X1000, XM3, 3000, 12,000, you know the headphones with the wonderful product name, 12,347XM. That's the product name. The 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 top-of-the-line noise-canceling Sony headphones also use Type-C. This little tiny thing is enough juice for all of that. And a single connector. Okay? And if you go watch this video, it's actually fast, too, because it's enabled uh, by some new technologies. This is a 60-watt adapter. Look at that guy! That's a 60-watt adapter. Come on, now. That's futuristic. Now, of course, if I had an iPhone, if I just selected, I said, okay, I like all those other components, but I want to have an iPhone. Now I'm adapting? That's not, that's not cool. That's not the future. So I'm a big fan of Type-C, and it's time. I'm making a statement right now. Tim Cook, don't let everyone down. There's still time. Go in there, retool USB Type-C next-generation iPhone. The iPad has it. The MacBook has it. Let's stop messing around. Will, you got to agree with that. I totally agree. Totally agree. It's type C. You're a type C guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, type C all the way.
0: $10,000 later, an Apple Store genius diagnoses a $0 MacBook Pro problem. 9 to 5 Mac story here. What a headline. I read that headline. I was like, wait a second. You know, what is this $0 MacBook Pro problem? What could this possibly be? And uh, you want to take a guess? Did you read this? I I read
1: it. You read this already? Okay, okay, okay.
0: Basically, this guy goes in there. He's like, "Man, my 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 computer is on. The chime happened, but I got no picture on the display." Uh, They gave him (laughs) two logic boards, new cables, and a complete replacement of a seven thousand dollar computer. What kind of a MacBook Pro does this guy have? Seven thousand dollar computer? Maybe maybe they're saying combined with all the repairs. Anyway, they do all these tests. And uh, give him the logic boards. And then it turns out, like, this is such a weird story. Because that would then, therefore, reset the entire computer. So this guy must have just kept... Let me just tell you what happened. It turns out, after all these repairs and stuff, that the guy's screen brightness was just turned down. Not dim, but down. And you're like, wait a sec, but he got new logic boards. He got these repairs, so his screen brightness must have gone back up. It must have been fixed temporarily. But he obviously had the habit of continually turning the screen brightness down and forgetting, like someone who misplaces something frequently. Now, obviously, you want to get mad at the guy. You're like, dude, check your brightness. Apparently, he connected his laptop frequently to an external monitor. And rather than close it for fear that it might overheat or something, he would just turn the brightness all the way down because he didn't use the display. And then forget that he had turned the brightness all the way down. So you want to get mad at him. But how are you going to give that to the genius? And he's going to be like, this, is, this baby needs a logic board. This, we're on logic board number three right now. Like that, everybody involved, it looks bad. <laughs>
1: No, no, no win scenario. Either.
0: No, no, it looks bad for everybody involved. Also, I'm like, what a weird concept that is. You reboot the thing, and the, the the device will let you stay in off mode. Like the device itself, I'm just realizing on this laptop, I can't even put it to off. I can just go to very dim, which you would think would be sufficient for most people. Now you have a MacBook there.
1: Yeah, usually when I uh, turn off the MacBook, turn it back on, it uh, goes full brightness while it's on the loading screen. Is this
0: fake news, Will? What's going on here? Is this real? I'm I'm a bit confused because I'm starting to think that this is uh, too many things. I don't know. The screen brightness at boot up is the same as whatever it was when shutting down the machine before. If you completely black out the screen, when you shut down, both the Apple logo and login screen are completely black at Starbucks or at startup Starbucks. I I don't know about Hang that. Hang on a sec, Will. Starbucks plug. That was a commercial that was so organic. You see, they said to me, look, look. you got to fit Starbucks in, in an organic way.
1: But see, now you're talking about it and it kind of. Well, that's because I had to tell people that it's uh, yeah, obviously yeah. not the case. So everyone's going to be, like, looking up. Or
0: then you flip it one more time now, and they're like, he made the, I don't even know anymore. You see? Because you mentioned it. Yeah. Look, like, I don't really care. The guy had his screen off. The whole thing is goofy. Maybe it's possible to replicate. Everybody involved sucks. It's, it's, it's a weird story, but it's a headline nonetheless. $10,000 later, they diagnose uh, a, a computer with the screen brightness down. So. What can you say? 2019. What a time to be alive. Will he do? Turn your screen brightness down. You get Apple to pay 10 grand. Maybe this dude was running some other scam. Taking these logic boards on the side. Turning the brightness back up. You don't don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Samsung Galaxy S10 depreciated by 50% in 30 days, says a report. Bad news for Galaxy owners. Uh, there's, a, there's one of these sites, you know, we talked in the past. You go, you sell your smartphone. Uh, you put it on a secondary market. This one is called Bank My Sell. There's a lot of different ones of these. And they also track a depreciation over time. Apparently, the S10e lost the most value already, around 50.2% across all storage options in the last 30 days. S10 Plus lost 47%, and S10 lost 42% of its value on a secondary market, according to this particular group. And it makes, it makes that phone one of the fastest depreciating handsets since 2017. So two things, Will. I know how this happens. I know how this happens. Price is going up on premium devices and more devices to choose from those two things and budget devices as well existing. So you have a thousand dollar Samsung flagship comes out. So you have a big starting price. So you have a long way to dip. The marketplace is competitive and there's always some next phone coming out. So you're looking to flip them more frequently and therefore you have more supply in the market. So it's pointing, this kind of information points at a lot of industry characteristics that kind of plug into the viewpoint on what's happening in the smartphone marketplace fatigue and high prices and people trying to recognize bigger margins than before now on the flip side the iPhone 10 10r and 10s fared better losing 42% of their value but that's not really that much better is it it's still uh it's 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 still kind of surprising to me I actually would have thought it would have held up a bit better But still, there's a lot to choose from. You would expect the Android side to be affected more greatly because there's more choice. You could be sitting on this iPhone, or sorry, this Galaxy S10, and be like, you know what? What I really wanted was the OnePlus 7 Pro, but you didn't know that until it came out. You could turn and and flip that thing for, let's see, what does it say here? $620 or $500, and you're still in the wheelhouse for a brand new OnePlus 7 Pro, and of course, that device, from a spec perspective, it's in the same neighborhood. It's in the same territory. Of course, there are other devices like that. That, you just like. It seems like two months pass, and the new greatest phone or the new best value phone is something completely different. Like the video we just met, made on the Redmi K20 Pro, where I'm like, "What? This is 360 now? It feels like in a year it's going to be a hundred bucks, full screen OLED." Motorized hidden camera, top top of the line Snapdragon, hundred bucks. It's crazy what's happening. So this is some evidence of that. Now there's a lot of different places to sell your smartphone online. This is just one of them. You can of course cross reference, but this doesn't surprise me. High price point to start. I mean, you could the Galaxy S10 Plus one terabyte is a sixteen hundred dollar phone, and now you can only get seven fifty for it. So these are not investments. <laughs> Outside of the use that you get out of them, they're going to depreciate and they're going to continue to depreciate more rapidly because of choice and because of the initial investment and the amount of room there is to dip. So, if you want to sell your S10 as well, I mean, I guess now's the time. I guess it's only going to go lower if you're unhappy with it for whatever reason, but I still think it's one of the best phones out there. I would probably hold on to it if the offer was 500, you know? On the flip side, the 30-day trade-in value for, say, the S10E, bringing it down to 350 that's a good buy. You pick up a $350 S10E, 128 GB. So maybe there's a deal to be had on the flip side if you go to a site like this and pick up a second-hand device. That's the other message here. Yeah, it's a buyer's market. It's right. a buyer's market. Will he do? Wow! You know, you've been here for a while in I'm that chair. I'm just saying things. You've been here... For a while in that chair, sitting there, waiting, just waiting. You had that. You're like, one day, I'm about to drop this. And it's never going to be the same after that. You imagine this? Kirk, you didn't see that coming. He just comes out mid-game, you know? Down by 20. Seconds left. He just hits you with that buyer's market. He hits you like that.
1: Well, I feel like you were gonna say it, but uh, I didn't say it. It took like a while. I
0: didn't. What are you trying to say, Will?
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna end it. Well, off you're trying this.
0: to say I need to get to the point. Is that yeah. It? Uh, so yeah. that's what I got you here for, Will. You got to take it all. You boil it down. You know, that's called a reduction. That's a that's a, yeah. that's a red wine reduction sauce. Okay, you pour that, you pour that over the chicken breast. You understand? Mm-hmm. You could saute, you could saute, you could do whatever you need to do. But the way you put it right there, when you said buyer's market, music to my ears. Yeah. It was a flow state. Yeah. It was a freestyle. Yeah. It was some high level. Okay, that was some Kawhi Leonard stuff. Mm. Game six. So that's the way it's gonna go down. Okay, so I just, I'm just trying to show you appreciation right now. If you're all right. I've appreciated. Okay. You appreciate the appreciation? Yes. Very nice. Uh, this one, on a, on, a, on a personal note, made by Google, the, uh, the Twitter handle, seems to have confirmed our previous video. How about that? You know, we talked recently about how much we, on the topic of appreciation, how much we appreciate when a smartphone company just embraces the social media embraces the leak culture, embraces the enthusiasm, and they don't sit around and wait to be on stage with their clicker and their and their outfit, you know, and their outfit and their shoes and the marching around and the haircut. You've seen it. Everybody saw it. It's always a haircut. It is. And then, and then there'll always be somebody who comes out in the avant-garde every time with the outfit that like, oh, we got to talk about the outfit now. Yeah. The scarf, scarf guy. Remember? See now, Kirk. He, he he could pull this off. I feel like you could come in like this one day, Kirk, and we all just got to put up with it. You could. You maybe one day you're just gonna come in like that, and we're just gonna have to live with that reality, or it's gonna be a human resources fiasco. You see, if we don't just deal with it. I gotta get that chair too. What chair? Oh, okay, the throne. You mean? Scarf guy, stealing a spotlight. So there's always somebody. There was somebody at the Apple TV event, was it? There's a guy in a jumpsuit. So there's always someone wants to steal the meme. Jumpsuit guy. Yeah, see, Will? You understand? That's how it goes down. So instead of having to do all that in the theater, invite the people, here's the passes, all the work, all the jet fuel. Get people up and playing. It's like, nah, I'm sitting here. I got the wood table. I got the I, I got the uh, iced coffee. You know, I got chocolate-covered almonds over here. So, just give it to us right here in the native language of the internet. Just give us the image. You saw the leak goes out, the speculation goes out. Embrace. What did they say? What's the caption? They're happy. Well, since there seems to be some interest, here you go! Exclamation point. Wait till you see what it can do. Pixel 4. Love it. Love it. Love it, Will. Embrace the culture. Mm. You see? Now, as far as the design's concerned, it's polarizing. People are like, the square, who wants the square? Blah, blah, blah. It should have been in the middle. It's not symmetrical. Who knows? I know. I'm not going to question Google specifically on the camera because the Pixel previous gen is still my favorite smartphone camera it's subjective but for me it's my favorite smartphone camera it's the most point and shoot and get quality results smartphone camera hands down it's the thing i miss every other phone i've used since it i'm like ah, camera leaves me wishing that i had those sweet algorithms at play you ever tasted a sweet algorithm well no you're busy with that bitter stuff yeah yeah you got to taste that real thing so so anyway i'm sure they're going to deliver on the camera i'm sure there's a reason for them why they're going to explain to us why they have all this d- imaging tech and this huge bump and what and whatnot so hopefully hopefully if you hate the look of it hopefully at least there could be some kind of uh functional justification but the main thing i'm trying to cover in this moment right now is the idea of them embracing the culture admitting the getting out in front of it just being like yeah let's have some fun you guys are having fun We could be fun too. You guys are, we're a fun guy.
1: You see? Do you like the look of this? What do you think?
0: Man, you know, you want to know something? Let me tell you something.
1: This square
0: is our future, whether we like it or not. It's funny to me. It's like, it's it's like in the old days where something would change on a social media website. They like change something on Facebook or even before that MySpace and people lost their minds. How dare you? Because they were so used to it a certain way. We're at a point now in smartphones where the next iPhone is gonna have this. The next Pixel is gonna have this. If Huawei is still making phones, they're gonna have something like it. It's so weird, it's so hard to even like have an opinion on when it's gonna be so inevitable. For me, it was jarring when I first saw it on the iPhone leaks, it was jarring. This big pancake in the corner. It still is for me, but it's, like, a lot of things in this life that there's, like, an exposure curve at play. The more often you see it, the less offensive it becomes because it just becomes the thing. Like, I felt this way about Yeezy sneakers. I was like, "What? what are, what's going on here? The early Yeezys. I'm like, to me, that doesn't look good. To me, that looks off. I mean, the silhouette of it, I just, you know, it was... It, 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 it. It just never appealed to me. But then you saw it enough and enough, and it, it it kind of like, it works on you over time. It becomes normal. It becomes expected. And then you see everybody's wearing it. For me, it's still not my choice of sneaker, for the record. I'm not gravitating towards that sneaker. A lot of people love it. Uh, you picked probably one of the better ones, in my opinion. When it's all black, it's a little bit less mm-hmm. offensive, in my opinion. The silhouette, the shape of, it's like it hides... Some of the... Like, this is the one. This is the most offensive one. This is the one that Kirk wears right now. What about the neon one? Yeah, Yeah, ne- oh, neon might be more offensive. I don't know. Look, it's not even actually about the color specifically. It's obviously... Like, it's not even for me about the color specifically. It's just... I don't... That's not, to me... It just doesn't mesh with, like, my sneaker taste. Which is fine. Everybody has their own, their own taste for it. I like a more classic-looking sneaker at least in the in the realm of classic but that's just me definitely not crocs how dare you so i'm saying will when it comes back to the phone like it's gonna grow on me but i would say my favorite implementation of the pancake was actually the mate series from huawei and maybe you can bring up an image of that when they put it in the center there and i guess theirs is a bit smaller it's different tech obviously but i actually prefer it in the center this implementation to me is more pleasing course i don't want the notch on the front whatever else but but i seen this one in the wild i used it for a bit i don't know symmetry symmetry speaks to me well mm. and in nature usually it's it's aligned with uh, people's aesthetic uh, preferences some degree of symmetry so i would prefer that there must be some reason they can't do it nonetheless get ready for pancake camera situations you, are we looking at symmetrical faces right now? Geez, well, you're trying to flip the script on me here. Wow. Apparently, well, no one's actually symmetrical. That would be so, yeah. Cool. It's a good point. No, go, go to the George Clooney one there. If he was symmetrical, he looks CG. He doesn't even look. It's weird because you would have thought that he had an already symmetrical face. Mm. But nobody does. I remember in an old version of uh, NBA game. I don't remember which version it was. They, you go through and you create your own character in the game. And then at the very end, it asks you if you want the person to be symmetrical or asymmetrical. And it just mashed potatoes the face a little bit, ever so slightly. And as soon as you hit non-symmetrical, it starts. It looks a lot more like a real person in that exact moment. So symmetry, perfect symmetry is actually kind of scary when you're looking at it in these, uh, these demos that you're showing me here. So... C- wow. Cindy Crawford yeah. Cindy Crawford yeah with the most. see that was the guy that's basically the guy made an NBA 2K18 that's Larry Bird on the left how dare you first of all well that's rude oh my goodness that's rude but uh yeah so anyway it's, it's up to each individual but I'm just saying my my preferred implementation was the mate series if you're gonna put the square cut out put it in the center but it doesn't matter what I say cause the next pixel and the next iPhone they're gonna have it over in the corner I can live with it if there's a functional trade off I'll deal with it. I know there's going to be some crazy camera activity housed in there. And that's what I'm actually excited for. Okay, last one for me, Will. Samsung. Actually, you know what? I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to skip this one because uh, I'm going to save this. I got some more I want to... I got something else I want to... That's a teaser for the next episode. Still How about developing? that? Still developing. How about that? It's still developing. Stick around. We're going to keep doing it. So... Man, people are so mad. Is that a cliffhanger? Did we just hit him with the very first cliffhanger? I can't talk about this yet. Yeah, see, my story is ah, going to ah. be crap. It's, y- uh, yours is not a cliffhanger. So we should just go out on well, top. Well, the
1: buildup and then... We
0: should go out on top with the cliffhanger. It's a Game of Thrones quality content right here. It mm-hmm. costs the same to make this because we got to pay Willie Do. So you have Game of Thrones and we have a similar budget, except Willie Do 90% of the budget. Yeah. So what do you got, Will?
1: Have you heard of this story? um israel power company urges epic to remove pole climbing from fortnite
0: will what's going on people cl- climbing poles now
1: apparently so much so that uh you know <laughs> an israel power company is uh you know Man, what is it what is it with, what is it with people
0: will are we all are we all six years old what's going on here we're climbing poles now because we did we saw it in a video game is that it
1: People think it's, uh, it's funny. It's like a meme or, you know, it's real life.
0: That's, uh, to me, that's uh, depressing. Like, come on now. Let's get, let's get with it. Get your head on straight. Screw your head back on here. You you got a limited amount of time on a planet here. You could do something good. Something cool. You know, you could call up a loved one. You could go out for uh, breakfast. You could wait, wait in line for brunch like Kirk does if you want, uh, You could play a sport. You could could go for a run. You could go explore the wilderness. Mm. Uh, Recently, around my house, we got some new binoculars. We're doing bird watching. You don't believe that, Will. You don't believe that. The other night, Jupiter was closer than it will be for the rest of the year, and you could see the moons of Jupiter Mm. with regular binoculars. I didn't even know that. Yeah, happened. you see, you see, Will, you're climbing <laughs> poles, man. You see.
1: Yeah, I, I got this letter <laughs> personally.
0: <laughs> That's right. You gotta climbing get poles. down. You gotta. Like, you, like, hey, don't What do that. you 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 play? You're so busy in Fortnite. It's your brain is scrambled eggs now. That's how it is. Can't even separate the two things. I don't know. That game is crazy popular. It's crazy addictive. I really think it's. Uh, you know, if this kind of stuff is unfortunate. People can't separate the two things or whatever. I mean, I guess there's always mischief, but and, and who knows? Maybe people were always climbing these poles and and, and and these guys just want to target Epic specifically. And and there's also the other side of the argument, which is like it's not Epic's fault that people are idiots. Like there's that side of it too, and that's fair point. It's definitely not it's not Epic's fault these people are idiots. But there is some combination of factors that leads people to to do these things. You know, I always think of it like this. I mean, that game is super popular, right? Millions of players at any given time. You got millions of people. How many do you need in a room before you got one that's crazy? Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't, need, you don't need, well, you need, 100? Nah, uh, less. Less. 50 people, one's crazy. Yeah. And if you've ever been in, like, a school classroom, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. There's always one crazy dude in the school classroom, obviously. And so, and those could be, what, 30 people. So if you got millions, it's, it might just be a, repre- a representation of exposure. They got enough people that see some activity. They're going to do it. And you're going to try to place the blame on the thing. It's, uh, it's a weird situation. It's unfortunate. My message to the world, even if you're one of these crazy people, even if you thought about it, get out in the wilderness, breathe some fresh air. Unscramble the eggs in your brain. Mm. That's the message. All right, well, we're only gonna take one question today. I gotta get out of here. All I right. gotta go out into the wilderness. One question. This is your choice?
1: No, uh, this one.
0: What's with the hats? <laughs> Will, Lou, and the whole crew, I love what you all do. Two part question coming through. I see that Lou is always wa- rocking a different hat. Well, not always. I've been using, I've been wearing this one a lot recently because of the raptors and i found this one which is it's got the canada leaf with the raptors logo baked into it it's a perfect combination you show the support i was wearing i had a blue jays hat and people were like yeah the raptors are in the and i was like you know what you're right but believe it or not the raptor stuff is so hot right now i know because you know you go looking for stuff and you can't find it. It's sold out. You go online. You're like, okay, let me order up a hat. It's sold out. It's so hot right now because the Raptors are in the finals that you can't find it. But anyway, that's how this one came to be. But there's a rotation of hats. I mean, how many, how many hats can you have? Then there's you with the Brixton hats. And he mentions that as well. Mm-hmm. Until recently, I thought it was a Brixton forged wheels hat. So being on camera and delivering the goods to the people, how do you choose a hat in the morning? Are you a grab and go guy? Or is there a thought process? That is it. I like that question. Yeah. Wow. That is. Well, you and I are the only hats in the in the place.
1: Yeah.
0: Kirk, you never wear a hat. I got a hat with Austin Yeah. Yeah, but you never wear it, though. You got a hat. Jack never wears a hat. So this is really just to me and you, not the rest of the crew. Uh, huh. That's a tough one, hey? I would say... With the exception of this Raptors one, because obviously that doesn't really apply in this situation, because I I have a reason for it. It feels random. I have a stack of hats at the front. It honestly feels kind of random. I just, uh, whatever I gravitate towards in that moment. I have like probably 10 hats maybe on the hook there. Hmm. And uh, whatever. whatever communicates to me in that moment i don't know i don't know how to tell you it's subconscious it's it's sort of subconscious
1: really it's nothing uh your your whole attire because no. i think about like whatever. i don't wearing. think so
0: no i don't think i don't think i do I correspondence correlation i don't think so
1: so your um, hat get up is different from your clothing yeah
0: i don't think it necessarily or- has to match shirt and I actually pants. I will say about hats, I like the I like a particular fit of a hat. That in order to get into the inventory, that's step one before we even start talking about everything else. It's gotta be a comfy fit. For me, you know. So but otherwise, how about you? Okay, so you coordinate yours with the outfit?
1: Yeah, not not so much that I th- have to think about it, you know, but if I'm wearing something really dark, you know, um, then my hat will be lighter. Something simple like that. You know, I like the balance. I don't want to wear like too bright or too dark.
0: Look at you. Willy-do. Versace, Valentino.:
1: That's as far as it goes when it comes to the thought process, but
0: All right. Yeah. Prada, Gucci, Willy-do. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: What can I say? Uh
0: what a time to be alive for one. Um, we covered a lot as we do. Your allergies are still bad. Yep. We can't do anything to solve that. i try to give you suggestions. You're not sleeping right at night. hmm And uh, I feel like we've, uh, you know, I feel like we've got to do something about it. And maybe we need to source, we need to outsource this to the crowd because they're doctors, as yes. far as I'm concerned.
1: Everyone's a doctor on the internet.
0: On the internet, they're doctors. They have Google, so they're basically doctors. They're MDs. So this goes out to you guys. We need to save Willie Do got the allergies. He can't sleep at night. He's congested. Am I correct so far? Yeah. Otis, on the other hand, sleeping beautiful. Best mood I ever saw him in today. And Willie Do not so much. So we need to fix his allergies. So the way we're going to end the show today is I want your suggestions in the comment section, if you really care. And I promise you should. This show is nothing without Willie Do. And these allergies are holding him back. So he's congested. He needs to get some sleep. What are your suggestions? Since you're doctors, please provide us with your analysis, potentials, prescriptions, whatever you can do for us. Point us in the right direction. Save, hashtag save Willie Do. Send help. That's it. Cut it there.